Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I hope that you guys are having a great day today. My name is Evangelist Tanner, and I'm with Victory for Today Ministries, and I'm so grateful that you tuned into our podcast. This morning, I just want to share a short word that the Lord has placed on my heart. As you guys can see by the title of this podcast, Did Jesus Really Eat with Sinners and Wicked People? You know, a statement that I hear so often, especially within the Western church, which is the church here in North America, is, well, Tanner, you can't really tell me that I can't hang out with my sinner friends because the Bible actually says that Jesus ate with sinners, right? Or they'll say this, Jesus said that I didn't come for the righteous, for isn't it the sick people who need a doctor? And the answer to both of those questions are absolutely yes, those things did take place. But let me read you the scripture in its proper context. Mark chapter 2, verse 15 through 17 says this, While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were the Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said this, is it not the healthy? Is it the healthy who need a doctor? No, it's the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but to call sinners. So yes, the answer to that question that I said that I asked in the beginning was yes, Jesus absolutely ate with sinners, but not for the reason that most people like to think. Jesus didn't eat with sinners so that they could be comfortable in their sin or so they wouldn't feel shamed about their sin. He ate with sinners so that they may come to know the truth and abandon their sin. Here's what the scriptures say about sin in Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's what he wanted to do. He wanted to show sinners that he was the solution to their sin, not the comforter of it. I want you to think about what it says in that passage of Mark chapter 2, verse 17. It says, he is the hospital for the sick. What does a hospital do? They don't just try to comfort people and make people feel okay with their sickness. Their job is to cure that sickness. And so the same can be said about Jesus. Jesus did eat with sinners, but not to comfort them in their sin, but to call them out of their sin. 2 Corinthians 6.17 says this, Therefore, come out from among all unbelievers and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Don't touch their filthy things, and I will welcome you. And as Christians, we are called to have the same mindset. Here's what Jude 22 through 23 says. And you show just mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to still others. But do so, listen to this, with great caution, hating the sin that contaminates their life. Let me paint a practical picture of what this verse is saying. So you're on a ship that has been sent out to rescue people who are trapped in the ocean. And there is a pole that you have to hold on to that's attached to the ship so that you can reach out, extend your hand, and rescue those and pull those up that are in the water. But you have to keep holding on to this pole from falling into the water yourselves. And let me explain to you, this pole represents holiness, consecration, being absent of sin. And the ship represents the word of God in which you stand on. And if you let go of that pole, which is holiness, trying to quote unquote save someone, you could very easily fall into the water yourself. And now you and the person you are reaching out to both need saving. So when you're evangelizing and reaching out to the lost, be careful not to find yourself in a position of compromise. Cling to holiness and stand firm on the word of God. 
Did you actually know that you can be freed from the snare of sin on your life? This is what John 8.32 says. It says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. This is something that the Lord showed me in my prayer time as I read that scripture. The truth is not a what. The truth is not a where. The truth is not a when. But the truth is a who. And his name is Jesus. John 14.6 says, For I am the way, the truth, and the life. When you come to know Jesus Christ, he will set you free from the snare of the enemy. Why? Because the scriptures say in John 8.32, And you will know the truth. Replace that word truth with Jesus. And you will know Jesus, and Jesus will set you free. When you come to know Jesus, he will set you free from the snare of the enemy on your life. And the word says, Who the Son sets free is free indeed.